Welcome to The Hold Room with ACC, a quick update on all things relating to airport development as well as the Airport Consultants Council. This episode is part of the Passenger Experience Series hosted by ACC's Terminal and Facilities Committee. In this series, we are collecting the experiences and perspectives about the future of passenger travel including changing demographics, such as the U.S. population aging and becoming more multicultural, new technologies, labor and supply chain shortages, and what the future may have in store. Thank you for joining us in The Hold Room. In this episode of The Hold Room, Courtney Penney at San Luis Obispo County Regional Airport talks about how the airport is enriching the passenger experience by engaging perspectives from multiple stakeholders, including their own diverse staff, addressing family travel needs, and implementing various initiatives to help ease the stress of navigating airports. Hello, everybody. It's excited today to have a really awesome conversation today with Courtney Penney. Courtney, would you like to get us started with a little introduction to talk about you a little bit? Absolutely. So thank you again for having me. I appreciate it. So my name is Courtney Penney, and I'm the Deputy Director of Planning and Outreach here at the San Luis Obispo County Regional Airport. I've been with the team since January of 2021, so almost my two-year anniversary. And let's talk about a little bit about your day-to-day job. What is it that you do for the airports, especially as it relates to the passenger experience? As many would agree, the world of aviation changes day-to-day, and I think that's what makes it so exciting, is that it's not monotonous. Something new is happening every day. There's new passengers, new planes. You know, the conditions are different, so every day something's different. And here at the San Luis Obispo County Regional Airport, as I mentioned, I serve as Deputy Director of Planning and Outreach. So that looks like everything from meeting with property owners as it relates to future master plan efforts, to talking about diversity, equity, inclusion, to meeting with local reporters that want to talk about holiday travel. So it's really exciting. There's always something different, and that's what I truly love. Currently, right now, we are brainstorming different ideas about how to make the passenger experience more fun, how it can be less stressful, and what we can do to really encourage a better atmosphere here at the airport. We realize that airports are inherently very stressful, so whatever we can do to kind of ease that stress, ease that pain, and make it a more enjoyable experience for everyone, it's a day-to-day kind of look in what I do. That's awesome. Yeah, that's wonderful. Can you share a couple of the ideas you floated around or some things that you're considering to make it more fun? One of the things that we're doing right now to just make it more fun is installing a little library here in our airport. We realized that, you know, everything's gone digital, but there's something great about holding an actual book. And, you know, especially for our little passengers, we want to be able to have them walk up to the little library, open it up and choose their own book for their next adventure. And I think that's a a really fun thing to engage the little travelers. Something that we're also working on is, is trying to figure out how to have kind of a TSA pre-check line for families. 
I'm a new mom myself. I have an 11-month-old son, and so I see the world now through a different lens, and it's really pushing that, right? So we want to try to see if we can figure out a way to make that happen with our local TSA to have a passenger experience that's better for families, right? You have to check in all sorts of stuff, and whether it be food, whether it be, you know, a car seat, things like that. So how do you make that easier? Another exciting thing, as I mentioned, we're working on a diversity, equity, and inclusion learning series, and that's really to focus on the passenger experience here at the airport, how we as airports deliver customer service and how it's received as a customer experience. And we really want to deliver it as one. We realize that there's lots of different entities here on the airport, whether it be staff, whether it be rental car agencies, airlines. And so how do you give something that looks like a unified message? How do you give a better experience for people? So lots of different things kind of looming around, fostering and brainstorming in my head every night at two o'clock in the morning. But that's just a little glimpse of what we're trying to do to make it a better experience for all. That is amazing. And I think something that you mentioned that's really cool is that you want to use all your stakeholders to work together on defining what that passenger experience is. Can you talk a little bit about what are some of your strategies to think about inclusion? We really see that our airport staff, we have a small airport team, and there's 25 full-time individuals, but we realize that, you know, the airport experience is really comprised of everyone, right? It's not just our team, but it's the airlines, the rental car agencies, TSA, everybody in between. So we really want to engage everyone, even, you know, the concessionaires and say, hey, how do we provide a top quality experience for everyone? You know, we want everyone to feel welcomed. We want everyone to know that this is, you know, an extension of us and we want them to feel included in it. So it's really important to engage those stakeholders because we're not the only ones that make things work, right? They have very intimate experiences with the passengers, right? So they're helping processing their bags, they're getting them their rental cars. And so it's how do we deliver a consistent message? And we want to help provide that training and we want to have everybody on board. So the strategies is really reaching out and having that dialogue. Our airport director is a fan and she really kind of drives home the importance of having the inclusive conversation rather than just having that top-down messaging. So it's not just virtual, but it's in person. And I think that's sometimes scary for people these days now. (laughs) But really trying to take off the veil and saying, hey, you know, we want to deliver the best customer experience, a top quality one for everybody. And how do we do that as a team? I love that because communication is so important throughout this entire process and open and honest communication, especially. So kudos to you. So I'm going to switch from one spectrum of young families to the other side, the aging population. Have you seen more of your passengers from that group use the airport? Or is there anything that you're paying attention to as part of the passenger experience or as part of the terminal that you're adjusting, you're changing to be able to adapt to that? Great question. So I think that, you know, the aging population is something that I constantly have to think like, how would my parents go through the airport? How would my grandparents go through it? And my interpretation is that everybody wants to push technology and it's like, oh, add this, add this, add this, add this. 
but not everybody is attuned to technology. And so we're realizing, hey, it's really great to have everything available on your smartphone and, you know, just show your phone, click on the app and the ticketing process is underway. But from the aging population perspective, we really want to dial back and make things simpler as well. So it's not doing all the technology, also having the most basic kind of processes. So right now we are actually undergoing a renovation of our parking system. And I know that sounds really elementary, but it's important that, you know, everyone's saying, hey, let's do a text to park. Let's do, you know, log online and all these things. But not everybody feels comfortable with that. So we're also having a, a kiosk that's located inside the terminal if you want to pay with cash that is an option. And we will have staff available when we first install those machines to help walk people through it. And we wanted to do something that was very basic to eliminate options. A, eliminates confusion for everybody, but then also makes things easier, right? As I shared before, I think airports are inherently stressful. And so whatever we can do to make that process easy for everyone and easy for all, I think that's important. So maybe not jumping to every technology that we see, but also seeing like, hey, you know, is that really going to benefit everyone? Because the last thing we want to do is exclude an entire population from visiting our airport and trying to connect with people. So Courtney, are there any other initiatives that San Luis Obispo are taking on or any considerations that you have for new and exciting innovations and strategies to help passengers? Something great that the San Luis Obispo County Regional Airport is working on here at our commercial airport, besides our diversity, equity, and inclusion learning series, is an element of invisible disabilities that we want to address. So that is including everything from neurodiversity challenges. So it can be ADHD, it can be autism, it can be anxiety. Through that, we want to share the Sunflower, which is a program that really focuses on acknowledging that there are invisible disabilities. And, you know, through that, we want to put Sunflower stickers up on the outside of our facility, outside of the terminal. And that really denotes that we are an environment and a facility that welcomes passengers who needed some extra time and some extra TLC within our facility. So when passengers go to the ticket counter, they can request a sunflower sticker. They can request a sunflower lanyard. They put that lanyard on and it helps notify the entire airport team that you might need some extra TLC, tender loving care as you go through the airport, right? You may need some extra patience. You might need additional assistance, whether it be carrying your luggage, you know, finding your way through the terminal. And it's something that we want to do to enhance the customer experience for all, right? So it's not just families, it's not just the aging population, but it's everyone that has any type of challenge. What that eventually will look like, we want to host an event here at the airport that really shows people that that flying can be for everyone. So taking an individual from the ticket counter and showing them how to check in and that checking in is easy if you go through this process, then escorting them over to TSA and showing them how the process works and inviting them through security and then eventually inviting them to the gate and showing them this is the aircraft that you're going to be boarding. This is the process that we use. And so it's really demystifying the whole airport experience for someone who might need the extra tender love and care, the extra patience. So really focusing on these invisible 
disabilities is something that we want to do because it helps capture a population that is really terrified of the world of aviation and we want to show them that it's cool and then it's it's accessible and it's something for everyone nice so that's really awesome i mean as you're thinking about the ways that you're working on different types of experiences for different passengers and not only that but also just for your airport in general thinking about sustainability and resilience is there anything cool that you're doing to work with any community members to talk about the different ways that you're uh, trying to improve your passenger experience so the San Luis Obispo County Regional Airport has engaged our local college, which is Cal Poly and San Luis Obispo, as we embark on moving forward with our airport carbon accreditation. The city of San Luis Obispo, where our airport is, is very advanced in the environmental realm, and they have a very aggressive climate action plan. Cal Poly as a university has a very aggressive climate action plan as well, and they actually have a whole institute that is directed towards making positive policy improvements. So as a result, walking into this field, recognizing that we are not the experts, we wanted to tap into our youth in the community who has an incredible amount of passion about climate action plans and reducing carbon emissions and all the good things that lead to resiliency. So we are working hand in hand with a group of about 25 students to help us process the data and to help develop policy recommendations for our airport going forward. We recognize that we have the ability to implement. We also recognize that we don't always know what's new and exciting and we don't have our pulse on those types of things. So engaging the student population has really been exciting for us and it's opened up our eyes to possibilities as they are doing research throughout the globe. So it's definitely an exciting time to have the youth engaged. How long has that program been going on for? Two months. Oh, okay. Very new. That's awesome. That's so awesome. As you're talking about what's important, and I know you mentioned earlier that you have a young family, and I know that your staff is pretty diverse and, you know, all of your experience outside of the airport. So what does it look like to think about your staff and what may motivate your lens on the passenger experience? You talked about a TSA lane for families and things like that. What else is it about your staff that you guys are using to motivate how you're thinking about your passengers? Yeah, you know, our team of 25, we are coming from all facets of life and everything enriches those experiences for our team. We do have a very young staff, I will say. A lot have families. And so it's really taking at it from that lens, but then it's also having the conversation, right? As I mentioned, we don't want it to be a top-down approach here at this airport. We really want it to be an inclusive conversation. What we have found is that they really enjoy it. Everybody wants to be a part of the conversation, and, and I've really taken that to heart. You know, we are looking at some different things creatively right now, and they were like, oh, you don't have to ask the operations team, but you do, because everybody loves it. Everybody wants to feel like they're included in the conversation, and we want to walk the walk here and talk the talk and have that conversation always. So it's talking to them about what experiences they've gotten from the past. We just had some folks join our team. One is a former NYPD officer, so he's been helping us look at some different security measures that we have at the airport here. We just uh, had a member join our team who was a former teacher. And so it's really tapping into those different types of expertise that I think is so valuable and it enriches our team and as a result will enrich the passenger experience because you have different people from all walks of life who look at things, not just the normal policy wonks. 
the one thing I guess we didn't talk a lot about, we talked a lot about San Luis Obispo, but you also have Oceano, which is really cool that you have uh, your commercial airport and then you have a general aviation airport. Is there anything that you're thinking about differently between the passenger experience in those two places or any synergies between the two? Oceano County Airport is one that's uh, general aviation focused and, you know, it's down located in the southern portion of our county. Our focus is really turning now towards general aviation and how to, I guess, reinvest in that property and reinvest in that neighborhood. We have a campground on that airport. Many people don't know about it. We would like to revitalize the area, so encourage campers to come with their families we are putting new restroom facilities, new shower facilities, making the campground itself something that's more inviting. So, you know, even putting DG on the ground. The airport itself is about half a mile from the beach. So when you fly in, you see it. And it's something that we want to do to, again, reinvest in the property. Ideally, that would be an airport that we would love to do more community outreach and have schools visit the airport and learn about aviation. There's lots of different programs that the FAA has, like AVSEED, that I think would be wonderful. Again, just programs that we want to share with the community to help them see that aviation is not just about buying a ticket and flying. It's a whole profession. It is something that makes a community work. The General Aviation Airport is great because it provides space for emergency responders, and we want the local community to see that as well. San Luis Obispo County itself is very isolated from big cities. If you've ever been here, it's about four hours to Los Angeles and about four hours to San so people often chuckle and say like how do we get to you and you're like you can't uh, <laughs> unless you fly to one of our eight hubs then you can fly in here or drive you know it's really important for us to share with people that the general aviation airport provides that linkage to the the national system but then also provides a really important public safety component as well so we often hear from people like, oh, wow, but I don't need CalSTAR or I don't need, you know, any type of emergency helicopter. And it's like, yeah, you don't today, thankfully, but when you do, you want it to show up. And so that provides an important link. But ultimately, we would like to, you know, revitalize the airport, invite the community, invite the region to that airport so they can see truly the passion that we have behind aviation and help share that with everyone. No, that's so important because I've worked on a couple of airports in California and, you know, earthquakes is always an issue. So while you think at some point a road can get you somewhere or a plane can get you somewhere, what if the earthquake breaks something that is an accessibility point? And so having helicopter access is so very important. I know also for firefighting, like to be able to have a station to start off somewhere to be able to provide those services. I'm glad to hear that that's part of your network. In your parting words of wisdom and all of your awesome experience with your airports, is there is any knowledge that you would have or like words of advice on how to start thinking or prioritizing their passenger experience? To me, it's down to the very basics. You want to provide a warm environment that's welcoming to everyone that isn't scary. Inherently, airports are very scary and very stressful. And so what can we do to lessen that? Bringing the human element, I think we we so push technology everywhere in the world. I was listening to a podcast on the way to work and it was talking about a world without email. It's this new book that came out. And I can't even process that, right? And it's like, oh, but what do you do? So how do we bring the human element back is so important to us. And realizing that it's all not about transactions, it's about the ultimate experience. 
I met a family in the airport today. They were like, oh, you know, we're flying to go visit grandma for the first time. And their little one was about two years old and, and probably couldn't comprehend much of what I was saying. But it was exciting because you could see in that little one's eyes, right, the colors, the noises, all these fun things. But the parents were very stressed because it was like, I'm trying to get somewhere, but I have this little human to take care of and all of this. I know I've talked a lot about families, but it's, it's again, bringing that human element back to it and taking away the stress and saying, hey, you know, you can go to the nursing room and, you know, have some quiet space to reconnect with your little one to take away the stimulation. You can go sit over here, grab a book to help take away the stimulation, ease the stress. You need parking and, you know, we'll help you do the machines. We can use cash. You don't always have to make things so automated, but really taking it back to a human element and having those personal conversations and helping people because that's ultimately what, what we're here to do. Well said. Thank you, Courtney, so much for joining us today. This has been a really great conversation. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us in The Hold Room for this special podcast series exploring the new passenger experience. You can find more from this series on the ACC Training Hub. That's training.acconline.org backslash the-hold-room or wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Follow us for more content from the Airport Consultants Council. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating or review and by telling your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.